Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Talk shoes. Recorded live. <laughs> All righty. I know that's what that song just cracks me up. It's been cracking me up since 2011. Swear to God. So today is um uh, today is uh, June 14th. It's a Wednesday, 12 noon. Well, no, it's 11 11:05 actually, according to my clock. 11:05, and uh, me and uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda was here, but we're doing session six of Happily Ever After, and uh, we're going to now summarize the entire program, and then once. You, you realize the connections between, you know, where we started from the beginning to now, you'll see just really how easy relationships can be when they're at their best. So um, this is usually the part where I get uh, toward the end of this session, I get a little, uh, a little misty eyed. Um, uh, I've, I've said it enough times, so I won't just ball out mm-hmm. crying completely, but <laughs> I'm still present to, you know, how much love uh, and, and how simple that love will be when, when, uh, you know, when, when everything I've talked about before is in line, so um, from personal experience. So, I'll probably uh, so, cry with you. Excuse me? I'll probably cry with you. Everything makes me cry. <laughs> okay, good. So thank you for that. Um, uh, you know, as a guy, you know, we need to make sure that women don't worry about us when we cry, you know what I mean? Cause, right. <laughs> guys, hey, aren't you tough? Um, like, but I came with teardrops, you know, the tear tear. Tear ducks. So, you know, that happens something too. Mm-hmm. So, all right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, before I get into um, the session, I, I just want to know, um, you know, what you've gotten out of the program so far, um, you know, what you, you know, any distinctions stick to mind. Um, you know, yeah. I want to okay, talk to me. I've gotten a lot out of the program. I really like, you know, some of the biggest things that I've gotten is that, you know, men and women think differently and they communicate differently and their purposes are different. And I really did not know that. Um, And, um, you know, I I think like the top 10 differences, you know, was such a huge eye opener. Um, Let's see, what else did I get? Um, I got... Um, like certain things, like, you know, people can take things, um, a certain way. Like when you said your ex said something like, I'm not ready to get married right now. And you didn't hear the right now part. And, um, you know, people can just run off with, with those things. I mean, I can see what maybe I said to Fernando, um, that, you know, kind of you shut the door on us for him. Um, and, uh. But, yeah, just the biggest difference, I, I mean, the biggest thing I've gotten is, you know, that I'll take with me, like, everywhere is that men and women operate different and communicate differently, and I didn't know that. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Um, so I totally got that. 
All right. Um, so, that'll uh, help me, you know, it's like it's actually even helping me now. And also I see, like, you know, when you have us, like, create what um, what we expect kind of out of a partner, I was really able to see, like, you know, what – I mean, that's stuff that you don't really talk about. You know, and I was able to see what Fernando expected and what I expected. Um, and, uh, you know, that will definitely help me going forward, you know, if I have a, a new relationship or however, you know. Like everything yep. that you have talked about will help me, you know, in friendships and in, you know, whether, you know, whatever happens in the future. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope that uh, you between men and women so it helps you in raising your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Because he's coming from a different perspective. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And I can even see the way I'm raising him and the way Fernando talks to him. It's like, you know, so yeah. masculine, feminine, feminine, sorry. So, you know, Fernando's like, you got to be tough. you got to be this. And I'm like, you know, don't kill the bees. Don't kill the ants. Every, you know, <laughs> everything deserves to live. So. <laughs> good, yeah. good, good. All right. And make sure that he keeps the, the partnership alive because, and if he has any challenges with you, let him know this, is that with you and dad around, the children get a chance to be independent thinkers. If there's, mm-hmm. only, one, if there's only one parent around, nine times out of ten, they're going to think like a follower because that's what they was raised to do, follow the parent that was taking care of them. Right. Okay. So, so you know, make sure that that gets put in, if nothing else. Right. You know, okay. Um, you know, and then the other thing is, you know, if you've got room for the second thing I'm about to say, so let him know mm-hmm. that um, the way he treats you when he's around the kids and vice versa, the way you see the way you treat each other, is mm-hmm. y'all, is tra- y'all are training your kids right. how to do that with other people when they grow up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think that I'm going to write this down on the big chalkboard in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> so he can't give you a hard time and vice versa. Y'all, you may no, not get along with all this stuff, but, um, but y'all, can't get, y'all, y'all have to get along. You've got to be on the same team when it comes to raising the kids. Right. So, all right. Cool. Okay. Up on so, the chalkboard. Very good, very good. So, and is, of course, is on this recording, so that's awesome. Yes. So, all right. So, happily ever after mm-hmm. session number six. Mm-hmm. So, there's, there's no problems for me to describe right now. When I go to finish the summary of everything, I'll be able to tie the problems that you that I discussed earlier together, but there's nothing to resolve here. So we talked about the top five problems and, you know, uh, knowing who you are, number one, understanding gender differences, number two, um, um, managing emotions, or at least trying to manage the daggone emotion, number three, uh, breakdowns, number four, and miscommunication, number five. In particular, making agreements, um, you know, right. learning how to communicate in ways that you're both on the same page about. Um, and, yeah. and, uh, and then so now... Once you have all of that stuff handled and you know how to handle it and you trust each other um, and have, you know, uh, experiential uh, memories of having handled all of this stuff successfully, all there is left is love. Yes. So I have a question for you. What is love? 
What is love? Yes. Um, love is <clears throat> love is just your heart and your like essence just like adoring another person for no reason at all. Mm, I like that. Okay. Um, I like that. Anything else you want to say about that? That was good. No. Okay. So I used to think what love is, but um, when I first started doing this relationship stuff, I, um, I went on um, dictionary.com and I looked uh-huh. the word up. I looked the word up, and at mm-hmm. that time, and at that time, it was seventy-six different definitions of love. No way. Wow. Seven, six. Oh my God. <laughs> like, wow. How's anybody supposed to know what this is for crying out loud? So, what I what I came to the conclusion of is that um, love is a principle. Mm-hmm. It's the principle that leads. It's the principle that runs everything. You know, I've heard it said that love is the is the combination of every principle, every action, everything that God is. When he summarizes it all, it's love. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true. I believe it, but I can't say for certainty it's true. But I can say what I do know for certainty is true about love is one: it is a principle. The fundamental principle, as much as generosity, peace, um, 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 patience, you know, and then the opposite of these principles as well. Um, it's as much a principle as that as that those are. It's a vibratory space as a principle. Yeah. But in addition, but in addition to it, uh, love has some qualities, and you always want to know what these qualities are. Matter of fact, me knowing these qualities makes it real easy for me to take care of people. So I'll tell you what they are. Uh, love has these four qualities. Number one, it always has and always will exist. We're never mm-hmm. going to run out of love. It's not possible to run out of love. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like running out of the color blue. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Next, it's always only love. It's never, you know, hate love. It's you know, it's like. It's always love. It's some other form of love, like, you know, light blue, dark blue, it's still blue, you know? Yes. Sea, you know, uh, sea foam blue, you know, electric blue, you know. Yeah. Right, but it's still blue. And if it's anything else, it's not blue. That means it must be something else. So love is the same right. way. If it's not, if, if you're looking at somebody or you're in the experience of something, Love is there. You're just not paying attention to it. Right. Because it's always there, and it's always only love. The third thing about love as a quality is that it's everywhere all at the same time. Just like oxygen is always there, and it's everywhere. The color blue is everywhere. All you got to do is look up in the sky. You see blue. Dark blue, light blue, right? Like that, right? And then... uh, and then the last thing is that anything can be turned into love. Yes. You can turn hate into love, confusion into love, anything into love, just like you can turn anything blue. 
Oh, and, I love uh, that. I'm like breathing in the air. I'm on the swing right now outside. And it's like, ah, oh, I love that. It's kind of like, it's just like oxygen. It's everywhere. Yes. It's funny because uh, I came up with this concept when I was first being a love coach. Because um, I, I wrote this article. I was like, you know, blue and love, they're about the same thing. And so I wrote this book, this, this article called The Color Blue. And I basically just described to you the article. Is, oh, everybody likes my article on Alan, you know, The Color you Blue. That? Send that to me. I'll, I'll uh, post that on Facebook. Okay, okay, good. Like, uh, you, if you have it on your Facebook, yeah. Um, send me the link in Messenger, yeah, and then I'll post that. I love it. I love it. I love okay. it. Yeah, the, the color blue. That's the name of the article, and, you know, it's like blue, love and blue, same thing. And so I explain it just cool. like I just did, you know. Um, Is it on so your yeah. Facebook? No, 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 no. I have it in my um, – I might have it in my Facebook Profile. If you go to the about page, about section, I might have it there. But uh, I'll, should, um, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Or no, you should post it on your page, and then I'll. Yeah. That's awesome. And then I'll share it. Make that go viral. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Off on a tangent. Awesome. So, uh, last thing I'm going to say about this piece about what is love is that if you're not feeling love. It's because your focus is on something other than love. It's not because there's it's not because there's no love or love doesn't exist because love always exists. It's just that you're focusing on another person. You you change the radio station from love to something else, right? Or you allowed somebody else to change the radio station for you, right? Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Great. Now, gotta. Question for you, which is, uh, how do you create love? Um, it's easy. You just do it. I don't know. I I just have it. So. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's a trick question. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't create love. There is no creating love. It's only recognizing love. Right. You know, recognizing it wherever it is and wherever you are. You don't have to create it. That's a great thing about it. It's just there. So I've got a list of things that says what makes love show up. I'm not going to go through that. Happiness, generosity, flirting, being a stand, listening, fate, honor, all of that stuff. So it's going to be on your recap. I'm not going to go in there. Okay. Uh, I, also talk, I also talk about what it's like being in love. It's delicious. It's sublime. It's exquisite. It makes life worth living. It's the bomb to die for, all of that, right? So that's in there too. Um, uh, what gets in the way of love? I got a long list of that. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, insecurity, not being present, short-sightedness, stinginess, lack of effort, lack of communi- lack of effective communication, intolerance, pride, blindness, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so that'll be on the list. That that's just so that you can be present to it, rather yeah, than. Cool. You know, rather than, you know, oh, we're going to explain how come. No, you, you kind of already right. got that. I'll do that. So now, the next thing is, how do you stay present to love no matter what? That's not a trick question. Yeah, that is a good question. Yeah. How do you stay present to love no matter what? How do you be uh, Miss Daisy's driver when you're dealing with Miss Daisy? Right. How do you be John Nash's wife when he's driving himself and driving you crazy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you 
How do you stay present in love no matter what? Oh, are you asking me? Yes. Or oh, um, I don't know. I mean, I know with other pe- like other people, and yes. looking back with my relationship with Fernando, um, and like you know, kind of when I like took it away was when I was you know, just feeling, like, neglected, and I didn't feel it was, like, reciprocating, and I felt, right. um, you know, like, I I felt, like, I'd forgotten, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I still love them. I don't know. You, you tell me. Okay. All right. That's why I'm asking these questions. I can help you with that. You ready? Yes. I have uh, five things to help you recognize and help you be present present to love to no matter what. So you ready? Here we go. One, recognizing what you're committed to. Okay. You've actually got to, you actually got to notice and, and, and realize what you are committed to. Right. And um, so I'll share a quick story um, as a context for this, which is um, I was on Team 1, quarter 4, August 2007. There's a communication course happening, Power to Create. One of my best friends in the world registered to join the team in that course. You remember this guy, Joseph Scout Townsend Scout? Yes. Yeah. Scout registered for the TMLP in that course. (laughs) He walked into the room and said, hey, you, I want you to register me into the TMLP. And I was like, okay, uh, all right. And then the second time I ran into him, this is a side thing, second time I ran into him, was we were roommates when I was completing. Like he was coming in, hadn't even done the weekend yet. Me, I was completing as team one leader, and uh, he, me and him, another lifetime friend, were roommates that that that, that weekend. It's awesome. Anyhow, so uh, I was new team one leader. I think about a week or two in, and the course manager was angry at me and was trying to sabotage me, get rid of me. She, she had, quite frankly, she had accused me of sexual harassment which wasn't true, but she accused me anyhow, and she was using it against me because she was trying to get me from being team one leader because I, I think she just was mad at men in general. She had two other sexual harassment suits out in the world in a job and somewhere else. So she was oh a sexual God. harassment chick. Yeah, right, exactly. So so she was beating me up um, about stuff, and so I was so upset. I couldn't get off it. I was so upset that it's like you can see I was upset, right? So the course leader, um, she sent somebody a message to send to me. She said, tell Tony if he doesn't get off in 10 minutes, I'm sending him home. (laughs) So I didn't tell you this before yet, did I? What? No, no, I haven't heard this. No, but I'm just laughing because I know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got 10 minutes to get off it, or else I'm going to go home. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do about this here, right? So I sit in the office, uh, New York office, and um, I'm just kind of like scratching my head. And then this woman walks in. She turns out she was the, um, uh, the, the, the center manager for the Toronto Center, and she was best friends with the course leader because the course leader uh, was, is from Toronto. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, 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 I was, uh, and, and I acknowledge her because last quarter – uh, I was a Team One Expansion Accountable, and um, Team Toronto registered 25 people in the team in that PM that uh, Power to Create course, 
we registered like three. I was like, so I, so I saw wow. her. I was saw her, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I, you know, I gotta acknowledge you for being somebody who's a who can be a clearing to have twenty five people registered how to create. I mean, it's a DNLP. And she, thank you. You know, and then she said, then she said to me, so what's your point here? She says, uh, well, I'm the team one leader, and I'm, you know, assistant course manager for this course. And Ellen told me that uh, Ellen Chavez told me that um, I got ten minutes to get off it, or else she's sending me home, and I only got six minutes left. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. So she laughed. I kind of laughed, and then she then then this is what I'm telling the whole story. She asked me, so uh, what are you committed to? Oh my God. I was like a building fell on my head because what yeah. I realized is I was committed to taking care of the program, having people register the TMLP, being a great team one leader, and getting this woman to stop making people wrong besides me. Right. It was easy for me to stop being angry. Like, it, I was immediately not angry. I was, only thing at that point was angry for the fact that I was angry, other than, and that was only for a couple of seconds. So once right. I recognized what I was committed to, it was easy to be great the rest of the quarter. Cool. I, yeah, I, sense. I know. Yeah, so when people don't know what they're fully committed to, it's like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Right. And so um, you got to recognize what it is that you're committed to. That's the first thing. The second thing is you got to remember what you're committed yeah. to once you recognize it. You know, for parents, it's easy to remember that you're committed to your your children growing and being successful. It's easy to recognize it and remember that, but there's a lot of other things in life where it's not as easy. Right. So you got to recognize your commitment and remember your commitment. And then you also, number three, is you got to be present to the impact not choosing to be loving has on relationships. Yeah. So what that looks like is uh, you don't know what's best for you if you're not present to being loving no matter what. You can be controlled. You can be controlled by others who know what they're committed to. Um, you can become emotionally explosive and chase people away that's in your life. Mm-hmm. You can experience your life as being a victim with no power. Right. That was me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, got it. Got it. You could passively, aggressively manipulate people in your lives. That's the guy in uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, my God. I'm sorry you said that. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> you'll be unable to truly be happy, and you'll also be unable to keep mature, loving relationship partners in your life because mm-hmm. and also you won't be – you won't be – you can't be a match for your highest aspirations for being in a relationship because you won't be present to what you're committed to about that. Right. Right? So if making a difference or adventure, what's yours? Adventure? Life of adventure? Is that yours? Um, a life of adventure, yes. Yeah. So if, if you don't remember that life of adventure is like your biggest thing for you, um, then you won't be in it to be grounded in, in, in being loving. Right. You know? So, say that again. Can you say that whole thing again if I'm not? Uh, you have to be present to the end. Oh, okay. So if you're not present to uh, the impact of not being loving no matter what, 
these are the things that you're going to you're going to be you're going to be controlled by something other than love. Right. And what did you say about something? If I'm not something adventurous, oh, then I okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not present to uh, consciously choosing to the impact of consciously choosing to be loving no matter what, then you cannot possibly be a match for your highest aspirations for being in a relationship. Right. You can't be a match for being, you know, having a great life of adventure because you'll be a victim. Your partner will feel overburdened. You yeah. know, you'll, you'll be passive aggressively, you know, manipulating. You know, you'll be controlled by somebody else's commitment. It just yeah. doesn't work. Follow? Right. Okay, great. Number four. So first three is not recognizing what you're committed to. Number one, number two, remembering, not remembering once you get once you get present to it, not remember what you're committed to. Then all third is being present to the impact of not consciously choosing to be loving or not committed present to what you're committed to. That's number three. Number four is not knowing how you're going to react when things happen to you. Mm-hmm. If you're not present to being loving no matter what and what you're committed to, then you're just going to react and you won't know how the reaction is and you won't be present to the reaction until the end, until it's too late. Right. That's the emotional part, right? So everyone knows how the people in their life will react to things. Like I can tell you how my mom's going to react to stuff, right? But, mm-hmm. um, but, but don't know how they'll react when things happen. Right. Now it's time to recognize and to choose how you'll react when something happens to you. That's number four. Number five, the last piece is by choosing to be loving no matter what before you start your day or before you start any activities you're about to engage in. You know, like, you know, being former staff members, you know, we create a possibility before we go into doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Until, you, until you're to the point where you don't have to fight that way anymore because you, you know, you, you still want to remember it. Um, but if you're having a hard time remembering it, then this is what you got to do. You got to choose it, consciously choose it and create it before your day starts, before activity starts. Yeah. Make sense? Yep. Yeah, so you're responsible for love on your side. So. So that's all uh, part love. Part part one is what is love. We're talking about love, and uh, that's part one. Part two. Anything else you want to say about that? By the way, before I move on. No, I mean I'm like looking back, you know, like thinking about like what I could have done differently. And it's like I guess you can't go back. I mean, obviously you can't go back. Um, okay. So I can only go forward. But um, yeah. Okay. Very good. So. Uh, part two of this session is what to do, uh, what's the main focus on um, being in the, the relationship of your dreams with the partner of your dreams, which is managing both today and tomorrow. That's uh, the answer? Women, yeah, the answer is man, knowing how to manage both today and tomorrow. So I'm going to explain it. I'll explain it. So human beings have the ability to think about yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Right. However, however, based on that evidence, most of us don't know how to focus, keep track of, or manage all three. We either mm-hmm. worry about we either worry about today and forget about tomorrow, worry about tomorrow and ignore much of today, or worse, the past 
to their detriment. Right, which is what I was just doing. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's totally possible to be able to manage both today and tomorrow. When right. you look at when you look at businesses and sports, what you'll see is the most successful of them operate in both domains simultaneously. Right. Romantic relationships need, in order to experience them at their best, they need to be taken care of in the, in the present and the future. Yeah. Those are the, the, the domains. Now, how you manage them is by managing the four following things. You've got to manage your needs. You've got to create partnership. You've got to manage your goals. And then you gotta, you gotta manage your legacy. The what? Legacy. 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 Yes. Legacy. Cool. Yeah, that really, that is the biggest part of the relationship. After the kissing and the hugging and the doing stuff together, you'll see in a minute. Right. It's the legacy that'll make you cry. Yeah, I know. Sorry, the words are already. Making me a little teary. <laughs> Got it. So let me start from the top. Needs. Handling your needs. This this refers to you making sure that everything necessary to be happy, enjoy the relationship, your life within the relationship, as well as basic physical requirements are in, are in check. You got to take care of your needs. You can't, not, you can't expect yourself to be happy and not take right. care of your needs. I'm not yeah. saying you, you know, like, it, you, def, you define your needs. Yeah. Right? Why you have your, your must-have list, which is why you create your um, personal life charter, which is why you make right. agreements. You know, you check all of that. I, I'm going to tell you another quick story, quicker than the last one. I remember leaving Landmark, walking down to 33rd to go to the uh, PATH train. Mm-hmm. And uh, across from Madison Square Garden, um, on the uh, – North side of the street, there was this guy, this homeless guy. He was sitting in a wheelchair, sleep. Had one hand uh-huh. holding his head up, and then he had his other hand on the outside of his wheelchair. And and then next to him, laying down, was a woman who was also asleep, holding his hand, uh-huh. while she's more brown. Wow. Oh, my God. It's, they're both sweaty because it's 90-something degrees out, and he's asleep in a wheelchair because he, he had half his leg cut off from the knee, below from the knee down. So he, he's got to be in the wheelchair. But he's sitting there. He's sweating, but he's asleep, unconscious. And, and they're holding yeah. hands. She's asleep. Her hand is up. She's asleep. They're unconscious, but they're holding hands. All right. That's sweet. Like, if that could happen... Anybody could be in a relationship. I don't want to hear no excuses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long he was together, but that was unforgettable. Right. And so they apparently, at least for the time being, had their needs met, apparently. But yeah. for a long-term relationship, you need to know what your needs are, and then you both need to take care of it. So, you know, between health and fitness, sex, attention, finances, yes. expression, all of that, you yeah. want to understand – but the biggest thing you want to do, the biggest need, believe it or not, is to support uh, um, each other's highest aspirations for both your life 
individually and the relationship together. You gotta you gotta support and, and manage everything that that, can, that will keep that going. Right. Let me just so, write that down real quick. <clears throat> okay. So. Yeah, and then so the list that you'll see not limited to the imagination because you're dealing with something I would never think of. However, if you don't know who you really are, then this won't be able to uh, be complete, and you won't know what you're not getting, how you're not, where you're not getting your needs met until breakdowns occur. Yep. And then you'll find you'll find yourself surprised or shocked you didn't get what you need, followed mm-hmm. by a likely emotional outburst. Uh, whether you know, so sometimes, so people don't realize that an emotional outburst could be withholding. Right. Yeah. You know, you're, screaming, you're screaming in your head, but you still withhold it, but you're still screaming. Yeah. You're, well, you're yeah. On your like, why isn't this changing? Why isn't this changing? And you know, just yeah. Got it. So you got to take care of your, your goals. Right. Like it's like putting gas in the car, you know. You got to, yeah. you got to do. Right? So, if you don't know who you really are, you won't be able to part- successfully handle step two, second part, partnership. And so, I'm going to describe partnership to you. It can best be explained by distinguishing the three states of relatedness. That's what I said. So. Being dependent, being independent, and being interdependent. All three of those have to occur into partnerships. So I'm going to explain what that looks like. So dependence is in a relationship where one party needs to be taken care of in some way and cannot or does not contribute directly to the party they're depending on. That can look like a victim being unable to perform because of a lack of skill, knowledge, awareness, or the parent-child relationship. Though there may be a relationship, there's no playing together, and if there's either no desire to play together or awareness of the value of playing together, the opportunities right. of playing together never come to fruition. Right. Because, you know, I depend on you, you depend on me, we, you know, then it's a one-way relationship. Right. But that's part of that that's going to happen in relationships. So, but then the second thing is being independent. Independent is operating from a fundamental viewpoint that one can operate on their own, and usually, but not always, they won't allow others to play with them. They won't invite others to play with them, and eventually end up creating a self-fulfilling prophecy of being alone, even while amongst the crowd. When it comes to relationship, being independent is a strategy and a tool, but not a way of life. There are times when being independent works best, but only inside of a context of the next state of relatedness, which is interdependence. This is the state where people are able to independently work together, which may sound like an oxymoron, but when you think about it, it's like dancing. You can dance by yourself, but it's way more fun to dance with a partner. And in the dancing partnership, you dance in ways that work for both you and your partner without either of you telling the other party what to do, how to do it, why, and all of that. 
And then each experience is the best of being dependent, independent, and interdependent. Because inter- interdependence really is experiences all three when it's perfected. Right. This means everyone does their part. Everyone knows what parts they're responsible for, and everyone gets a chance to win. Yeah. You know, so you so you know, I have a saying: you got to know who's in charge of what and when. Right. That's a part of being in the you know of being um, um partnership. Yeah. Who does what? Who's when are they doing it? And if they're not able to do it, then the other person need to be able to do it. But they need to know that have rules, regulations, agreed concepts, right. all that. Right. So, but you can't operate interdependently. You can't operate as a partnership. If you don't know when you need to be doing what, when's the best time to do what? Right. So then that's part two. Number three, goals. When designed and recognized for what they are, goals are really great games to play. Yeah, I love those. This is why you need to identify what your highest aspirations for being in a relationship and what your highest aspirations for your life is. You also need your partner to know this about themselves. When you and your partner know those two things, you'll naturally create goals that make you both happy, that make you both want to be around each other for much more than just intimacy and romance. You'll fulfill your own, your partner's, and the relationship's needs yeah. And, you'll, and you'll enhance your relationship because all of the success you experience is a result of playing together. In addition, you'll experience an extreme level of trust, personal growth, admiration that has nothing to do with relationships but will, add, will, but will add to the relationship as well. And most of all, will turn your partner into your best friend. Yeah. Someone you'll be willing to even give your life for because you'll know that if they're no longer with you, life won't be worth living anyway. Creating creating and fulfilling goals with your partner will put stars in your eyes when it comes to your partner. Creating and fulfilling goals with your partner will make you grow as a human being. Creating and fulfilling goals with your partner will keep the love alive in your relationship, even beyond your life. Even what? Even beyond your life. You pass away. He's still alive. The mm-hmm. love is still there. The family sees the love. Everybody that knows you, the love will still be alive even if you're gone. Yep. And a lot of it will be because of this last thing, which is legacy. So legacy is a combination of setting goals and the memories that result from going for them, regardless of whether you actually reach those goals or not. However, when you think about it, life isn't really a destination. It's the journey that counts. Yeah. Your, leg- your legacy is the journey you and your partner co-create. Right. This is why legacy is so important. You're already creating a legacy whether you know it or not. Let me say that differently. 
you're always creating a legacy with whoever you're dealing with, whether you know it or not. A person's yeah. legacy could you going to say something? No, I was just saying, yeah. Yeah. A person's legacy could be likened to a combination of your brand and your biography. It's the story of the you you created. Legacy, when it comes to relationships, is the only aspect of managing today and tomorrow that lives in both of those domains, the past and the future. The aspect that's the past provides nourishment for all three aspects of the relationship and guides them in the creation of future goals and experiences. So in other words, you look back at the past and you realize how much fun and greatness it was and then you create new stuff. So I'll summarize this in a second. When all is said and done, this section, more than all the others before it, is the reason to be in a relationship. These four things I just said is the reason to be in a relationship. And it, these four things is almost impossible to do unless you're in the same domain called your highest aspiration for being in a relationship. Understanding how to manage today and tomorrow leads to exquisite happiness, the type of happiness that makes you want to cry when you stop and think about it because it makes you so happy. To be able to make sure everything you and your partner needs is in place and available. To work and play together in the most important games you can ever imagine playing in, as if you're both your life dependent on it and as if you were dancing the perfect dance together at the same time. Then to set goals that make your jaw drop, especially after achieving them. And to look back at all your achievements bask in and celebrate their achievements while acknowledging each other for your parts in the achievements, and then, best of all, to go out and do it again and again and again with your favorite person doing your favorite things in your favorite places. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, that's why. Damn it. That's why. That's why I love this program because that's what I'm trying to show folks. And if I give this to them in the beginning, it ain't going to make sense. Right. It'll sound like a fantasy. But that's what happily ever after looks like. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. That is the reality. You make sure your life and your needs of your partner is working. You settle the complete in the areas of needs and workability. You learn practice and perfect how to work together to make things happen that bring you joy. You create, go after, and achieve goals that light you up. Then you celebrate, honor, and experience the joy of the achievement. That's why people who want to be in great relationships, whether they have the language to say it or not, that's why they want to do it. So now, yeah. I'm going to close this out with a quote from Neil Donald Walsh, the author of Conversations with God. He says that the purpose of humanity is to decide and declare, express and experience the next grandest version of the greatest vision we ever held about who we are. I'll say it again. Yes. Yeah. 
The purpose of humanity is to decide and declare, express and experience the next grandest version of the greatest vision we ever held about who we are. Hang on. Express, I'm writing this on experience, the next grandest, grandest version, version. version mm-hmm. of the greatest vision. Here we are. The vision of who we are. <clears throat> the next grandest version of the greatest vision we ever held about who we are. So I, I, I invite you to take this quote a step further. You ready? Yeah. The purpose of relationship is to decide and declare, express and experience the next grandest version of the greatest vision we ever held about love. Yes. Because in reality, in reality, there's nothing more important than loving. Right. I agree. <clears throat> yeah, there I go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm crying with you. Yeah. You know, so I've been in this kind of a relationship, and I just didn't know how to keep it. And now I know how to keep it, and I'm just keep waiting and keep my eyes open for the one. Yeah. And I, and I will know her when I see her. And I will be thrilled to pieces. And And I want everyone on the planet to have this kind of love. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I had to go over to hug my baby. <laughs> no, he's grabbing her phone. I get it. So, what do you want to say? Be complete with this. Yes. Oh, is there anything I want to say to be complete? Yes. Oh, I just got so much out of today's um, session. I mean, just really beautiful. Um, you know, I wish Fernando was on it, uh, but. You know, I see, you know, I'm I'm just going to take responsibility for all that I learned and, you know, put that forth in the world. Sorry, he's really trying to grab the phone. And put that forth in the world. And, um, you know, I wrote everything down, too. So, just, you know, incredible. You do an awesome job. You know, it's a beautiful course. That's what I'm trying to grab the phone. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, this is why I was so happy to um, call you, have you guys call me and work with you so that I could help you to create this. And, yeah. you know, like, if if I can't help you create that together, you know, right. but I can create it separately, then, you know, I can't guarantee that I can make a relationship work. I could, I could talk you all into, like, being persuasive with each other, but really – you know, you need to be able to, like, take care of yourselves. Right. Uh, each other and make the relationship work. And, you know, you you don't want to force anything. But, um, you know, you want to do everything you can to make it work. So, 
Um, that's all I got. I'm just uh, really happy, and, um, you know, when yeah. you come back, yeah, good. And when you come back, I want you to know that I want to help you create what we just described. I love it. I totally love it. And I will have my, yeah, no, this, today's session was phenomenal. Um, mm. I'm still tearing up. And, yes. um, yeah, I'm going to, I will write that personal charter, you know, thoroughly. And then, um, yeah, you know, it, and we'll go from there. But love it. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Great. Hey, you know, really, if I thought I could do it, I would do this. This would be the whole session. This would be the whole program right here. <laughs> right. But if you don't know who you are, but if you don't know who you are, then what I just said sounds like a fantasy that's not possible, you know? Right. Yeah. No, you have to go through all the other steps, too, for sure. Yeah. To get so, to this part. Right. So that you could master getting that out of the way so that all you're doing is what I just said. Right. That's all, yeah. that's all we want anyhow. Sit. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Well, that gives me, I feel, discharged for the day. And I'm, uh, we're celebrating Father's Day today because we will be gone for it. And he's actually traveling um, for work anyway. So it's going to really help me fill out those Father's Day cards. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just love and um, yeah. Um, yeah my, my, suggestion, really good. Uh, my suggestion, based on what you just said, is just love him anyhow. Oh yeah, he, I do. He, yes, good. Yeah. Have, no, keep going. He, keep going. Yes, yeah, so however he accepts it, just love him as much as he can handle. Yeah. And don't yeah, that's what it. I've been. I've been doing. I've been listening to that recording. I don't know if I told you what I've been listening to, the way in and the way uh, beyond or something mm. um, every day. And it's just so good. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's, I'm, yeah, that's kind of the space I'm in, like loving, yeah, everyone, Excellent. as much as they can, as much as they can take it. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, my dear, go handle your business. Yes, thank you so much, and I'll be in touch um, when we get back next week. Excellent. Talk to you later. Okay, cool. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.